12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Stories welcomes you to Otherworld Seattle, a story-heavy, rules-light, Call of Cthulhu actual play. And now, our keeper, Wes Otis. This is Wes Otis, and welcome to Otherworld Seattle, episode number 12. I have some wonderful players. Let's start with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and I am playing Mira Rao, who has learned that there are more ways to protect yourself from being eaten by demons than being truthful with your parents. Thank goodness. Hey guys, I'm Mac, and I'm going to be playing Cecil Mulgrove. Hey, I'm Michelle, and I'm playing Maribel Ochoa. Hi y'all, Jay Holtham here, playing Sean Charles. And let's get the last short introduction of the big (laughs) saint. All right, I won't go against the grain. Saint (laughs) Bailey. I feel like y'all totally left me out to dry here. Yeah, I really... A little bit. Yep. Yeah, I kind of... Like, it would have been funny, Saint, if you had gone on for, like, three minutes. (laughs) Just like everything. (laughs) Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com, spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So the last time we got together, you all survived a horrible explosion at Mount Olympus that sent two cars into the sound and caused a lot of issues. You woke up sopping wet and a messenger god showed up and took you back to town and dropped you off at Mira's apartment. It was oddly dark and there seemed to be no one on the block. And so you went upstairs and found a neighbor who was dead, eaten by some large carnivore. Who was still there? A tiger, a talking tiger. And you know that this was probably a demon from the Hindu mythology. You slowly backed out and left, or or, before it, it talked to you basically saying, Mira, I was waiting for you. I got impatient, ate someone else. I'll get you next time. and then walked away. You got your cats and you got out of there. Oddly enough, you didn't try to look for Shannon at all, which I thought was kind of weird, but you're with everybody. So it's really hard to explain Ghost Girlfriend at this point, but she hasn't shown up. Also, Shannon has been taking care of herself pretty well. And I think that there's a high likelihood that I'll see her when I go to my parents' house. Cause the last time this happened, she went to my parents' house. True, true. She's been gone for longer stretches of time, and I'm sure nothing horrible will come of that. You all left. You went to Maribel's place and slept the night. You then went over to Bailey's place and got an eyeful of very ripped models who were posing for a picture that Emily was painting. 
nonchalantly. You all were much more embarrassed by the situation than she was. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you all went back to the guest house and you got the camera stuff so that you can document what's been going on. You decided to go to one of the several Hindu temples to talk to a Pujari about how to deal with demons and whether or not, you know, prayer and being truthful to your parents is really what was going on. The man you met was very nice. He said, no, you can do prayers. Come back in an hour and I will have something for you for your movie. And we said that within that hour, your parents, Maribel, your dad and your mom drop off the car. They check in with you and then, you know, probably go to dinner or whatever, lunch, actually because it's still the daytime. But they give you the family truckster. It's this god-awful looking orange colored station wagon from 1983 with several lights on the front and a big luggage rack on the top. Good luck parallel parking it. And that's where we're gonna pick it up. You all head back to the temple. He approaches you and says, okay, I've come up with this. I." I kind of spelled things out, you know, a bit phonetically to help out. He recites the prayer with you. He says, oh, there's one other thing. If it's a Rakshasa demon, they disappear in sunlight. They are unable to roam the earth during the day. I thought maybe that would be helpful for your movie. That is very helpful. Thank you. Um, that will wouldn't want to make that mistake in the movie. Right. Yeah, they can shapeshift. They're not all evil, just to be clear. Some of them are literally spirits of nature, but most of them are, are not the best. Uh, if you have any other questions, come by. I'd love to help you out some more. I actually have a question. Why might a demon like this want to attack a certain person? Uh, to be honest, I've never really thought about that. I mean, demons are always looking for a way to upset the divine to cause issue with God. If your protagonist is causing some kind of issue with the hierarchy of the gods, demons might be trying to insert themselves to add chaos, because that's what demons do. They add chaos and darkness and all that good stuff. And so they're probably looking for a way to make things harder on the gods, because it's all about toppling the divine order, as it were. Does that help? Actually, yes. Thank you. It does. Thank you. Yeah, giving us a lot to think about and be creative with. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, of course. Would you happen to know of a book that maybe references even more minute things you wouldn't have to go memorize yourself? Well, if you wanted to do more research on demons or rakshasas, I would suggest going into the Ramayana that has references to them. There are lots of poems, stories, and different things that you can reference. They, I know they have extensive things at the library as well. But if you have any general questions, you can also always come back and ask me. I'm, I'm glad to help. This stuff fascinates me. It's very interesting. So, And I can't wait to see the film. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you and us both. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you want to ask this 
particular Pujari. I think that that covers all of it. Just so we all know, Pooja, what are some things that are basically general knowledge of myth that most Hindus or Indians grow up knowing? The biggest thing is like, okay, so quick breakdown. In the Ramayana, Rakshasas fought under Ravana, who was the big bad, and he had 10 heads. I mean, sometimes it's said to be more than 10, sometimes it's 20, and sometimes it's 50. Like, I've seen all three of those things. It was kind of like a Hydra situation, but with his heads. But like, they were able to turn themselves invisible, and they snuck into Rama's camp, and then Ravana's brother was not evil. So that's the whole, like, not all Rakshasas situation, because Ravana's brother, Vibhishana, joined with Rama to fight against Ravana after Ravana kidnapped Sita, Rama's wife. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. And I think that just demonstrates, Pooja, that Mira would know probably the same things, the general cultural touchstones that she would have grown up with in the household. So if there is a specific question that might not be a general knowledge question, that's something I'll make you roll for. Otherwise, we'll just assume Mira knows the gist of all of it from the Ramayana and and different places. The Ramayana, the stories of the Mahabharata and the Ramayana are like really for Hindus pretty universal. Those are the two big ones. Even if you don't know the other stuff, you'll know at least parts of those. Awesome. Okay, so you have dealt with that. You know that as long as the sun's up, you're safe from the tiger demon. You have other fish to fry. Which fish do you wish to fry next? We should probably go to my parents' house because if we don't go soon, I'm going to get into more trouble. Yeah, they'll hunt you down. Yeah, Yeah, let's let's get that settled and then we'll figure out what's our next move. Okay. So you show up and you notice that there's a rental van in the driveway because even if a car gets stolen, corpses keep piling up. I mean, transportation is key. Yes. Transportation Mm -hmm. is key. And until the insurance pays out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you walk in and your mother says, oh, you brought everyone. How is everyone doing? It's nice to see you all. Hi, Mrs. Nice Rao. to see you too. Yes. Mira, can I talk to you in the other room real quick? Sure. Okay. So as Mira's going away, you all four are sitting in kind of this waiting room slash probably, you know, close to the front entrance place where everybody gets together and then signs the book and the whole nine yards. Why she's gone Is there anything in particular that you feel like you want to do next now that you have kind of a grasp on what's going on with the tiger? Because there are other like things going on and I want to make sure that we hit upon those as well. I mean, I feel like maybe we should try to find Themis. Did we get a card for her or something like that? Yeah, you guys have a card for her. So maybe maybe we'll go somewhere, give her a call, try to meet up with Themis, because I I feel like Themis may have some explanations about some of this stuff. Yeah, and maybe like next steps. Yeah. And how do we not die? Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yes. How do we get out of this situation and back to normal life? Well, back to normal. (laughs) I'm thinking if it's tigers now, it's going to be a vampire giraffe next or some beep up business that is not exactly 
Exactly. I mean, if demons are coming out of the woodwork and they're going to start targeting us to piss off the gods, I feel like we should talk to the god that we're friendly with and see if we can fix that situation. Yeah, if we can reach her. Yeah. So who wants to give her a call? I'll make the call. Okay. So in a really raspy voice, uh, you hear Themis say, Hello? Hello, Themis. This is uh, Sean, you know, of the, you know. Oh, Sean, I'm I'm glad you're okay. I wasn't sure after the explosion. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, somehow we survived it. We lost our cars, but we survived it and we're okay. But, you know, we have, we have follow-up questions and concerns. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we could meet and discuss. Yeah, but we should be very careful. Let's see. I'm trying to think of a safe place to meet at this point. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to come to us? We're right now at, at Mira Rao's uh, family mortuary. I don't think it's a good idea for me to be out in, in the public right now. I um, It's going to take me a little while to, to heal. Mm. Were you were you up there when the... Yeah, I was. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. so... Well, can we come to you? Yeah, meet me. And she gives you an address of, like, some out-of-the-way warehouse in, you know, near the docks kind of thing. Meet me there in, like, an hour or two. We can talk. Sounds good. That's the the plan. We will meet you there. And it will still be daylight in an hour? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) because right now it's, like, lunch. Yeah. So you guys still... And it's summer, so you guys have, like, eight hours of, of sunlight still. Good to know. Okay. Cecil, what about you? Is there anything in particular... I'm just trying to think if we can cover more ground some way, because sticking together is good and all, but also there's less breadth of things we can cover. In fact, you know, it's going to take some time to smooth the waters over here with Mira, I'm sure, and we don't want to keep Themis waiting. If you three want to go ahead, and I can wait for Mira, and we can always take a cab to the location and meet you. Yeah, I think we could do that. Yep, that makes sense. All right. If you're, if we're all comfortable. Trepidatious. <laughs> I mean, or you can stay here as well. Uh, you might as well go. It's fine. And I just, I want to make sure Mira's okay and somebody's got to be able to follow up and bring her to the location. True. Yeah. As long as we regroup by nightfall, I guess. Yes. Yeah. We will regroup by nightfall and try to get, hopefully, I mean, hopefully Themis can just fix it. You know, but being a god and all, so <laughs> goddess. Uh, so let's. Uh, all right, all right. The three of you head out. Cecil, is there like you know they're in the next room? Do you want to listen to the conversation? Oh, I'm totally gonna eavesdrop. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Okay, but before we deal with Mira and Cecil, let's go over to Themis. You drive over there and you get to the waterfront to this warehouse. And it's actually a nice warehouse. It's obviously somebody takes care of it and it's used on a regular basis. There's no one there today. And you see a man out front. He is probably about 4'11", a bit on the shorter side. He's got on wingtip shoes and like a hemp shirt with speedos on like speedo uh shorts uh i guess (laughs) and (laughs) i'm trying to think of what they would be called biker shorts you know that kind of thing and he's got a hat on and he's standing outside the door 
And he says, oh, hi, how are you all? I didn't realize you'd all be here so soon. It's good to meet you all. I'm Hermes. I was waiting to meet you, and I, I was uh, upset that we weren't able to meet last night. It's a pleasure to meet you, Hermes. Um, and as are we. Uh, you know, we're just here to, to see Themis and try to try to find out some things. Oh, of course. Uh, well, she's inside. She's not doing well. It's going to take her a few days to recover. Okay, so Mer- Mercury is who we met earlier. What? Well, yeah, who's the messenger god that we met earlier? In the car. Uh, it's not the same one. Oh. Okay, so that was Mercury and this is Hermes? No, this is Hermes. Splitting? Mercury and Hermes are the same person. Right, okay, so we're not splitting them into Roman and Greek pantheon. No. All the same, okay. But that was cool. some other messenger god. Just a... Who did not one. give us a name oh. that we all assumed it's like a was Cthonic Hermes? God or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did assume. I even wrote in my notes that it was Where Hermes. Did I? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we were well, all led astray mm-hmm. by our own assumptions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Well, well then, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll say, so if you're Hermes, who's the messenger god who gave us a ride the last the other night? Uh, I gave you a ride. Well, for one thing, I don't use a car. So, yeah, I don't know who gave you a ride. I'm glad you're all still living. It's not good to take rides with strangers, I would say. I mean, you're all adults. I'm sure you know that. We, we were kind of desperate. And when he said messenger god, we assumed he was Hermes. But now we're meeting you in the flesh. And Oh, wait. This guy just called us adults. The other guy called us kids. We're like, we're like way off base. This is some like primal. Never mind, Mr. Hermes. It's yes. Hermes is fine. You don't need to call me Mr. I'm curious about who you were with. That's odd, but... He was in some fancy car that could phase through matter? And travel at any speed, probably. I can look into it for you. We'd we'd appreciate it. Thank you. As long as he's not a Titan, I will be okay. I mean, if, if he was a Titan, he would have been seven to eight feet tall. He was not. I can't judge... Michael's supposed to be the size of a planet as well as a person. I'm just so tired. (laughs) (laughs) I give up. I know nothing. (laughs) Well, go in and talk with Themis and, you know, maybe she'll have some answers. Sounds good. (laughs) Bailey just sighs. (sighs) You walk in and they've set up like a basically hospital bed in the room with a curtain around it. And you see shadows of someone moving behind the curtain on the bed, you know, kind of sitting up and everything. And you hear Themis's voice. She goes, don't come in. We can talk through the, you don't, you don't want to see me right now. We can talk through the curtain. I say, I'm so sorry you got hurt. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was unexpected, uh, obviously. Was it, so was the archangels attacking you all? No, it was only Gabriel. Oh. Yikes. He took off the entire top of the mountain with his horn. A dick. Ugh. Yeah. That's a lot. Will you be able to survive? Oh, yeah. I've been through this before. He just takes a little couple of days to heal up and, you know, grow new tissue and all that. But I'll be fine. One of the perks of being immortal and all. Cool. So, uh, I guess we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I don't know where Zeus is. I, I have an idea. I think he might be in purgatory. Ooh. That, yeah. That's not good. Whew. Purgatory is where the 
God of the West throws supernatural beings that are a pain to deal with. He can't keep us there. We, we find a way out, but sometimes it takes a long time to get out. If he's down there with Michael, it may take even longer, if, depending on whether or not the two of them are fighting. Okay. So that's my guess. What else is there? How are we involved in this now? <sighs> Zeus was supposed to keep his identity secret, and Michael overreacted to you guys figuring out who he was. And see, you got to understand, Michael is rage. He's just rage. He's very angry, and he's a zealot. Most angels are. And so... Even if God doesn't say to do something, Michael will sometimes fly off the handle and do something. I mean, there's no way we know for sure what their God is, is, uh, is how many strings he's actually pulling and what's the reaction of the, the angels. There is a way to stop it, though, but it's dangerous. Well, if we don't stop it, an arch another archangel is going to show up here and try to vaporize us or something, right? It all depends. Because your friend is from a different religion, there's a whole tree. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the background just real quick. Back around the time of Jesus, there were a lot of different gods all over the world. And a lot of us were competing for the same thing, which was worshipers, people to follow us and whatever. Basically, we all kind of stayed within our own groups I mean, there was always issues. You have large countries that have many different gods and there's going to be bleed over. That's just part of it. But at first, the Jewish faith was very small. There wasn't a bunch of Jewish followers. Then the Christian faith came along and it was all connected to the same God and reached back. And so our power is based on the amount of people worshiping us. Basically, after the Christian faith came along, then around in the 600s or I don't know, around then Islam started. And so the God went from having a very small sect of people worshiping him to having three different religions all based towards him and becoming a major power. And so as time went on, he consolidated that power and the church during the medieval times in Europe got rid of a lot of pagan gods and there was a treaty sign. We were allowed to live and be ourselves and stuff as, as long as we hid our identity. And I'm talking about people with no followers anymore or very few. You know, Zeus had kind of fallen out with the Roman Empire and the rest of us. And so by the Dark Ages, they even did it to the Norsemen. They started basically converting. And so at the end of the day, we had to sign a treaty because the alternative was to get thrown into some kind of like purgatory and possibly have angels as our jailers, which is not something we wanted to do. Anyway, religions like the Hindu religion and Buddhist religion uh, have a lot of modern followers and therefore they have a treaty with God. Whereas those of us without followers, well, we're supposed to hide. And it's hard for someone like Zeus to hide. It's hard for any of us to hide, but for Zeus and Ra and Odin and 
all the rest of the big ones, it's, it's really difficult. So every once in a while, they'll pop their head up, you know, and, and show themselves. And Michael used to be a god. He switched sides uh, in order to maintain a certain amount of power. He was Janus, and he really hates Zeus, as you can tell. So I think that's part of the reason that he overreacted to all of you finding out. And see, now they've committed, so it's really hard for them to pull out of the situation. They knew that we were meeting with you. That's why they attacked the mountain. And I'm really sorry. I really am. I wish this wasn't happening to you. But mortals get caught up in these things. It can either end really well, which is what we're going to shoot for, or it can end badly. Because, you know, gods are sometimes not the greatest at remembering that mortals are mortal. Yeah, very much so. Well, the pessimist in me has got to ask, if things end badly, do we at least, like, since we know there's multiple options, can we choose? You know, like, I I don't want to go to heaven because maybe I've got some enemies there now. Can I go to a... (laughs) different like a limbo from a pagan like you know i'm i'm just actually that's uh it's a misconception you can actually tell whoever ferries you across to the underworlds where you want to go okay good to know yeah maybe i'll hang out with karen instead let's not let's not get to there let's get to the part where we get to live on earth (sighs) okay just had to let it out somewhere. <laughs> but just as, and, and just to bring this up, a Rakshasa came after Mira. Should we all be expecting things like that? No, I doubt seriously that they're going to come after you. I, I think that, that they're going to just try to cause problems until a representative is sent to help Mira with the representation. I honestly don't think this is going to go much further when it comes to the angels. Uh, I think they they showed us what they wanted to show us by blowing up the top of a mountain and letting us know where the yardstick was or where the line was. And I think that, I mean, Mira's going to have a spirit representative of the Hindu pantheon. I don't know who's going to be sent. But more than likely, uh, they're going to send someone to get details because if he kills Mira or hurts one of you because you're connected to her, he's technically breaking the treaty he set up with them, and he can't do that. So there will be a diplomatic solution. But in the meantime, you have to be careful of the demon because it's going to want to try to cause chaos. That's its main goal. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So when you say a representative, is it someone kind of like you, but from that pantheon? No, no. It will be a a ghost. A former human that has become a servant of a particular deity. Like God, you won't meet any of the Hindu uh, representations of God because that's part of the treaty. Because it's still a religion that is held by over a billion people, uh, there, you know, you're not going to have someone like Shiva show up because that would be really, uh, that would be too much for you to handle. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah. We would just go mad if we saw him. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but a representative, you know, would be different. Got it. So, how do we get out of this? Avoid the tiger. Yes. And wait for this representative. I mean, Chloe did the right thing, believe it or not, because by putting Mira between her and Michael, it basically forced the hand of the powers that be. Mm -hmm. They have to now work with each other. You know, it's just staying alive until you can get rid of this thing. I hate to say it. So just be careful at night. Okay. Okay. Can doors stop it? <laughs> like, at what level? It's just make sure there's always an escape route. Okay. Okay. Good to know. One more question. We were driven away from where we landed after the explosion by a messenger god who didn't give us his name. And at first we assumed he was Hermes, but then we just met Hermes outside. You know a guy like that? Fancy car, defies the laws of physics. We went like through people and saw their bellies. Nice car. Yeah. Very. Very old, yeah. very like old timey. Yeah, I got tubes on it. Avoid him. Who is he? I can't say. Oh, that's all right. It's best not to say the name. Oh. Just avoid him. Okay. Is there, there a pantheon or? Mm, no. Um. I knew it. This is some primal. This is some primal stuff. No, this is beyond the void of reality. Like there's our galaxy. He comes from beyond it. Okay, cool. All right. So avoid the guy with the car. Avoid the tiger. Wait for the representative. Uh, and when the representative comes, they'll settle all of this. And then we get to go back to our lives. Right. Change is part of being human. Uh, I think that you will come out of this like heroes, Greek heroes. You know, a lot of Greek heroes die. Sometimes. But you're still heroes. Yeah, no, really much bigger on the not dying. We'll do our best. Let me grow a spleen and then maybe I can help more. Okay. 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 Anyway, I need to sleep. Yes, yes. Thank you. You've oh, been thank you so much. very helpful. No problem. Good luck. Remember, stay stay out of the darkness if you can, and you, that'll help. All right. Stay out of the darkness. I turn to Sean, and I just go, all I'm going to think about is that dude now. Oh, no, totally. That's all I'm thinking about. And let's avoid him, though. And let's not think about him too hard, because, yeah, don't think about the white elephant, right? Don't think about a white elephant. This is, I just have to say... It sounds like this entity could be a concept. That's also possible. All right, and I'll ignore it. I know I've already been talking about Titans today. I'm just trying to bring bad luck or something. I'll shut up now. All right. I just can't stop thinking about Greek heroes. And I mean, if we're going to end, at least, you know, maybe we could get the Oedipus ending where, where he gets taken up to Mount Olympus because he, he went through so much that wasn't his fault. I'd also like to skip both the blinding and the sleeping with my mother part. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I said the Oedipus ending, not the Oedipus beginning and middle. Yeah, but I, yeah. I don't want to go through a lot of bad things. I would like the bad things to stop. I think, well, I think we're already going through the bad things. All right, so that was a lot of information. You have a lot of stuff to, to go on now. <laughs> 
Themis is now my favorite god of all the pantheons. <laughs> the god who answers questions. The god of here's what's fucking going on. <laughs> yes, right. Back at the mortuary, where people go to be embalmed and put in the ground. Cecil, you're standing not far from the kitchen door, and you can literally feel the room get colder and iciness flow from underneath the door <laughs> and whispers on the other side. But you can you can make out what's being said. Your mother, Mira, looks at you and goes, where did you park the hearse that it got stolen? It was outside the weirdo video. Oh, I know. I know. I'm sorry, Mama. You know, there's a blockbuster three blocks away that is much safer. But Sean works. Sean works at the weirdo video, Mama. I understand that, but it's not the best place to leave a hearse. Obviously, what were you doing there? Um, we were meeting Sean after his shift was over. Okay. You know, he doesn't drive. So we just went to pick him up and then his boss was there. So we were talking for a little bit. I really feel like this needs to be a persuasion role. <laughs> so I just spin this yarn. Just imagine me spinning yeah. like an entire, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's the whole thing. There's so much detail. I want you to roll for knitting. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to fail this roll. <laughs> so I'm so going to fail it. Probably shouldn't have put all that points into intimidate. <laughs> Can't intimidate your mother. Yeah, no, you can't. I can't, no. She's immune. But what I can do is spend some of my luck points because I rolled a 16 and my Persuade is a 14. And okay, it's cool. worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So you tell her this entire story and she goes, you know, I, you know, these things happen, I guess. Did you put did you put the the wheel lock on the 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 driving the, 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 the steering club. wheel, the club. Did you put the club on the... <laughs> no, I thought we were only going to be in there for just a couple of minutes. You always put the club on. It helps. It could have avoided this whole situation. Well, I'll never forget to put the club on now, Mama. Um, your father is not happy. He called up the insurance company and was able to get a van rental. And I, I registered the police report with the Mama, so... Uh-huh. Well, it might be a little while before we are able to get a replacement. So I would be a wonderful daughter and great employee over the next couple of weeks to make things uh, a little easier for your father since he has to do so much. Of course. You know, he is getting older and it's harder for him to, to do all the things and you haven't been around as much. I mean, we know that you want to do all this film stuff, but you know, we have a business here we have to run. I understand. Okay. So, Cecil, you hear all this, you get a bit of a headache for just a moment, just just like your head hurts just a little <laughs> bit. Just, ah, man. Finally, the two of them come out, and her mom goes, oh, looks at you for a second, Cecil, and goes, um... Mama, you remember Cecil? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Cecil, it's... it's I'm sorry. Cecil and I went to school together, remember? Yeah, of course, of course. I, I just, for a moment there, I just blanked. It's it's no big deal. Um, Think nothing of it. Of course I remember, Cecil. I'm, I'm sorry. How are you, dear? Oh, I'm, I'm doing as well as can be expected, considering what happened, and we all feel just awful about it. Yeah, 
I, I'm glad you're all with her. It's, it, you know, she, uh, she, it makes me feel like at least if something goes wrong, I'll get a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Wham! <laughs> Would you all like to have a sandwich or something or anything? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. A sandwich would be lovely, and maybe I can talk to Mira for a moment, if you don't mind. Oh, of course, I'll, I'll get something ready. Oh, Mira, you, where's your other friends? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me find out. All right, I'll be back. So she leaves. So the others went to go meet with Themis. Oh, good. So she's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounded like, I mean, at least was able to talk. Um, but I wanted to talk to you real quick. I had something kind of weird happen during that flash. What happened? I I had, I guess you would call it a vision, and it involved your friend. You know, the friend. Shannon? Yes. And um, looked like she was in really horrible distress. And um, I, I think maybe we should see if we can't follow up on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, okay, you saw Shannon. You saw Shannon with Elijah. Sorry, I was like, that guy's name is not Eugene as much as I want to call him Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Shannon with Elijah. And they seemed really similar. Yeah, but I also saw Shannon with you and it seemed like, you know, it was a thing there and I wouldn't want to deprive you of and it is, and it's been great, and she's been amazing. So I don't want to leave her to get, I don't know, swallowed by the void or whatever happens. But, I mean, I trust you to understand, you know, that there's more out there. And I do. I, I, there is. There absolutely is. And it's not all bad, because Shannon's been great, and she saved my life. She saved my life, and she saved my parents' lives. Well, then maybe we can do something to save her. Especially, and I just, I know the others don't really know what's going on. They just took Elijah so badly. I was going to tell them, but like after what, like what all they were saying, I just didn't think they'd understand. And I don't think they will, you know, and I just, uh, that's just my assessment anyway, based on everything that happened. Mm -hmm. But the one other thing that I saw in, in my head, and it was, it was so brief. So forgive me for not having all the details, but it looked sewer-ish. Okay. Like the underground. Oh, oh, like uh, Lower Seattle. I exactly, exactly. That sounds better than like recreating some scene from It, which is what I was afraid of. I should have looked for her last night after, but after like the demon and everything, I figured she would have bugged out. Well, maybe we can go do some searching. That would be awesome. Thank you. And thank you for telling me. I can't believe I didn't feel it. You'd think like, I mean, we've had such a strong connection. I, I understand. I, I don't know why. I mean, just maybe I'm more receptive on some level to some things than the others are. And, you know, I, uh, I've come to, to care about you and your happiness. I care about you, all of you. So I'll see if I can't find out some starting point for us, but I think at some point we're going to have to go and take care of them. Yeah, absolutely. And sooner rather than later, because, I mean, like I said, it looked horribly distressing. That's awful. You know what she told me originally when we first met? The woman who we met at the house with the brooch? She was a witch who fed on spirits. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. So maybe it has something to do with that, and there's like a like a coven of witches or even just like another witch who's captured her or the same witch? It's as good a theory as any. 
but like I said, we should probably find a starting point. Is there is there a computer in the house? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's one in the office. That's got internet and everything. Okay, uh, maybe I'll join you in a, in a minute for lunch then, and I'll see if I can't find some correlating data real quick. Thank you. Thank you, Cecil. Of course. So while you're doing that, let's say that the rest of you get back to the mortuary, and I'm going to assume that... Um, Mira's mom did the mom thing and made enough sandwiches for everyone, even though not everybody was there. And so you're all together. You're by yourselves. Cecil, why don't you make a computer roll for me just so I know, you know, and then you can tell me what kind of information you were looking for. Uh, so I got a 55 under my 80. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a hard one for you to fail. Make sure you make a check next to it. Absolutely. I guess I'm looking for uh, correlation data points between Shannon and like the location, just to see if there's any crossover information there. Like, what do you mean location of? Like, like the underground of. Well, are you trying to look into like historic data? Or are you trying to look into what you saw in your vision in your dream? Uh, I think Cecil's not really sure exactly. Okay, so I'll kind of give you some pieces of stuff that will help out a little bit. You look into it and you recognize, now when you dream, it's hard, there's there's no such thing as reading in dreams because that just doesn't work. Uh, letters get all messed up and all that good stuff. But landmarks, you know that the radio station is probably pretty close to the area that your dream was from. It might be because you were all in there and, you know, that makes sense. It is near the waterfront where a lot of those tunnels are. They were used by, you know, bootleggers and whatever. That area is probably where you would start. It didn't seem like it was very deep into the tunnels. So... That's what you kind of figured out. You're looking at pictures that people have posted, and that takes forever to load, but it happens. Yeah, she was just mostly looking for a starting point so that her and Mira have somewhere to go. Yeah, your role was good enough that it gives you a starting point. Okay, so we're going to say it's about 2 o'clock at this point when you're all done eating your lunch. I'm also, unless anybody objects, everybody has given up all the information that has been learned. Uh, so that we can move ahead. It's except for the stuff about that, you know, Cecil and Mira. Oh, yeah. About. No, absolutely. So that stuff, the Cecil and Mira stuff is is not something that gotcha. you guys Just talk sure about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the stuff that Themis said, now everybody knows. Right. Quick question. The night that with the tiger and everything, where were the candles? What did we go to? The apartment with the... The candles were across the street. Yeah, we didn't do it. Okay. Because that's something I'd like to follow up on because that's someone who knew to leave a light on. Yeah. We never did investigate that, so we could always go back. Does candlelight work the same as just... Is it just light? But they specifically said sunlight. They specifically said sunlight, but who knows? But it could be a vampire situation where UV light is, you know, the name of the game. You could blade it, as it were. Blade it. Blade it. (laughs) So with all this information, who wants to go where? It's two o'clock. You have about six hours before dark. We got to figure out where we're going to be 
that has an escape route so that Mira doesn't get mauled. Yep. Preferably. And also preferably that there would not be a lot of, like, collateral damage. That also seems reasonable. Because Mrs. Simpson was a really nice lady. She never complained about, like, the cats or, like, when I played music or anything. I mean, can you get your parents out of here, do you think? Can they, can you tell them to go somewhere? Not in a million years. Okay. That was just a thought. Fair enough. I mean, it'd be great, but, like, I'm, a, I'm like, you know, I'm already in trouble. Yep. Nope. Nope. Totally understand. We could you know, stay at the back house. Um... I just wonder, uh, I feel, I, I just have a feeling a tiger could just tear through there really easy. I'm pretty sure a tiger could tear through anywhere really easily, but like the idea is that like we hold him, we hold him off with the mantra, or at least I can. Which should be doable anywhere, theoretically. Yeah. It's just the idea about a back entrance is so like maybe the mantra paralyzes it and then we run. Mm-hmm. Do we know any, we don't know anything about this. And then at some point, some representative will come, will show up. Like, you right. heard what the Pujari said. Like, I mean, nobody actually believes in this stuff anymore. I mean, my parents don't even believe in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Miss Simpson didn't believe in it either. Yes. She still didn't believe in it after it happened because to her it was a tiger. Right. Right. So. Right. I, think the, I think your idea of going to your back house is probably the best. We should all stay together. One other piece of information that you you all would know is that throughout the sculptures and everything about the Hindu mythology is that these things can be damaged with physical violence. Now, usually it's somebody who is, you know, a reincarnated god. I was about to say, it's not like any of us are like... Sita or Lord Rama ourselves. (laughs) Right. But what I was going to say is a shotgun shell might slow it down. There are carvings of people effing these things up because there's a lot of them. It's not just like one. It's like a ton. I mean, people shoot arrows at them all the time in the myths. So, like, maybe they can be harmed. I mean, I don't think there was anything special about arrows necessarily. Like, I think it was just what people had. Like, if they had guns, they would use guns. But... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Maribel, you have your guns. Oh, yeah, and I, I have a 12-gauge. Great. So, yeah. I, I probably have a variety of guns. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I only have the small one. Yeah, but, uh... so that's great. So, we'll, we'll, we'll like I said, I think we hole up at Bailey's. We're armed. A, a lesser chance of other people being hurt. So, you have six hours. What do you all want to do with that six hours before you go back to Bailey's? Well, if we're not in immediate danger, I am curious about those bikers, and I am just curious about, because I've hung out with Freedom a lot also in the last adventure, so you know, I want to make sure he's okay if we've got time. Yeah, so do I. I want to go check in on Freedom and get our stuff out of there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and did we, where did we develop film? Yeah, I believe you did it there. We did there. Okay. Well, might yeah, as well. We had a black. We had a, a dark room set up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, I then I can develop that picture too for future use. Sounds good. You guys head over to Freedom Waves. Now you have six hours. These three do not know about the whole thing about Shannon. Do you? Do Maria and Cecil want to peel off and say, "Well, we want to go look at this thing" and. Which is kind of what I was wondering before we jumped that far. I wanted to, you know, kind of nudge Mira 
and see if like yeah, I was gonna. I, like, I think this is gonna be like the mutual nudge society where we're both like, can we? Okay. So, what excuse do you give the other three on why you're peeling away from them for this next little section? We should stick here and help clean up and do some things around the mortuary to make up for that hearse. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, my mom's keeping me on a super short leash right now. Okay. Says the twenty-three-year-old. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, we'll just go. It'll be nice and quick and easy. Then we'll come back, collect you, uh, and we'll go down to to Bailey's. Yeah, and you can call us with information and everything. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. This should be quick, hopefully. Yeah. I notice that this is an abrupt change of attitude. Can I roll on psychology? I expect to fail, but (laughs) my luck is so bad. You know, you have been so curious about this whole thing you're like you're like the little sister (laughs) that really wants in to in the room but the two older girls won't let you in (laughs) so i'm totally going to give you a psychology role yeah i mean they with what i have been able to gather something's up you know something up up. yeah Yeah. it's like earlier we were like let's all stick together forever now it's like what okay so let's see oh god here we go Don't fall off, you idiot. No, failed it. (laughs) Failed it. (laughs) There's something something just in the back of your mind that's just bugging the hell out of you, but you don't have any proof and you know they're just going to shoo you away. I'll be like, uh, yeah, okay, we'll stay safe and we'll meet up before dark. Definitely stay safe, guys. Don't get, you know, shot by the bikers or whatever. We will try to not have that happen. That seems like a good plan. So you three drive out to Weirdo Video and the front glass window has a bullet hole in the bottom part of it. And the door is slightly open. There are no bikes there. I almost said bicycles. There are no bikes there. Man, that's a, that's a gang. They're all on bicycles. A bunch of teenagers. <laughs> no, no, thirty-five-year-old men. Yep, just on bikes. On bikes. Okay. We care about the future and want to sell heroin. <laughs> um, men on bikes. Where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but something went down. Something bad. All right. Well, I mean, I'm definitely gonna like poke in and see if Freedom's okay. Freedom? I'm back here, man. I'll go check on him. So the three of you go in and the place looks like it's been ransacked a bit. All the Twizzlers are gone. Oh, not the Twizzlers. (laughs) Not the Twizzlers. Mm -hmm. Those in the Yabba Zabbas. Obviously, pot smokers have been through here. And you get to the back and uh, Freedom is sitting there and he's got a obvious bullet hole in his shoulder and a lot of blood coming down. Is all like I can't call the, the the hospital. Can you guys help me out? Oh man! Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a first aid kit? Yeah, it's it's over there. It's you know, and he kind of points behind his desk. I'm gonna roll my first aid. Okay. Yeah, fourteen under my seventy. Nice. nice. So luckily, it was a clean shot through his shoulder. And uh, you're able to bandage it up. You shove a f- bunch of gauze in there and give him a like a belt to bite on or whatever, you know. He goes, "Ah, oh, thanks, guys. I, I appreciate it." 
was it the was it the night gaunts we drove by earlier and saw they were here he goes yeah it was the it was the night gaunts uh they want me to produce more and i said no because i i don't want to get in that deep with them and they're they're kind of pushing the situation and i'm kind of stuck i'm trying to figure out a way to get out of it but they said i don't really have much of a, a choice if i don't make more weed if i don't grow more i'll get a bullet closer to the head than next time uh, i might be fucked i mean they can't kill you you're growing them weed and not as much as they want it's good stuff i tell them i go look it's artisanal it's <laughs> just keep it at that do they know where you're growing that's what they're trying to find out well yeah definitely don't tell them that yeah, oh. no, man. I'm totally... Can you pass me that bong? I'm totally not going to do that. <laughs> but where uh, are you growing? Well, I've got a place, luckily, on the other side of uh, Seattle, as far away from Mount Olympus as possible. Luckily, I didn't have any things up there. I have some stuff down in Humble and some places around uh, Portland. i got a few different places. Look, um, I need to get my wife to a safe place and i was wondering if you all wouldn't mind uh driving her out of town to to uh one of our farms and just dropping her off i just i trust you and uh and i don't want her to get hurt if i disappear they'll come after me but if she disappears they they won't give a shit i mean is there a place that you can go to lay low i'm, I'm trying to think of answers it's just, a lot of blood loss, and so yeah. I haven't yeah. Yeah, been able to really... strain yourself. Oh. Yeah. All right. I mean, listen, we can definitely do that. Oh, I appreciate that. And I just got to ask, are you screwed here? Because if, the, if you're, these guys don't realize that you can't fast forward gardening, they're idiots. I mean, they are a biker gang that sells, you know, heroin and a bunch of other stuff. They're not, they're speed freaks. They're not the... Not the brightest bulbs on the tree, you know? Let's let's be honest here. Right. So you're just at the mercy of these ding-dongs. Yeah. Well, what I what I could do is maybe talk with some friends and see if I could mix my product with someone else's product. See if uh, see if they notice. I don't know. But those are those are things I can figure out. But right now I just want to get my wife down to uh, Portland or whatever and get her out of town how far do you need us to take her well that's true i mean we could take her to we could take her to the the local farm i'm just worried about her i don't want anything happening to her yeah no we get i get that i totally get that uh, i mean we have a lot going on I, I probably shouldn't um volunteer since it's not my car well i'm i'm all right with driving mm -hmm. but just to let you know freedom we we're in a bit of trouble ourselves. And even though we would get your wife to safety, I'm, I'm just letting you know there's a risk. I think at this point, we don't really have much of a choice. And if I can help you, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing. Maybe we can help each other out in some way. Not every night gaunt is evil. Maybe one of them can be reasoned with and maybe they can help us out in some way. Money at the end of the day is the, the goal. And if you if they do go through with the killing, then you're right. You're right, Sean. They're, they don't have anywhere to go. So they'd be killing the golden goose, as it were. Well, I, I appreciate it. So uh, across town, we're going to say it's four o'clock now, four hours until nightfall. You can see the public access station 
not far away. And the top of Mount Olympus is still on fire and still visible. It's actually raining ash down on the city. You go to the entrance of the cave, or you start to go to the entrance of the cave, and you see three people at the entrance. Two of them are dressed up in like really, really nice. Uh, one's got a really nice suit on, one's got a really nice dress on. And the third one looks like a police detective. I mean, like a stereotypical police detective. And they're all talking and kind of laughing and whatever. And after a moment, they kind of look at each other and they make some kind of hand gesture to each other. And then they go into the tunnel. And that's where we're going to stop it. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes on bikes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all so much. Always a lot of fun. Uh, where can we find you wonderful people? Let's start with Saint. Hello, I am Saint or Saint Spider. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Saint Spider TV, all one word. Uh, that is S A I N T S P I D E R TV. Thanks. Hi, y'all. Jay Holtham here. You can find me on the interwebs and all the old familiar social places at Jay Holtham um, in the places where you do the social things. You can also sometimes find me playing games on Happy Jack's RPG and uh, on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel. Hello, I am Pooja, and you can find me on Twitter at LADaisyGirl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I girl. Pretty much all the other socials is Forgotten Saves. I also play RPGs on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel, occasionally on Happy Jack's RPG, and occasionally on Utopia's Twitch channel. Hey all, I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, and my website. Hey, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG, or you can subscribe to the whole catalog through BattleBards. And I am Wes Otis, uh, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can find the podcast at Twitter. Um, it's at 12 Sided Stories, the number 12 and then Sided Stories. And then on Instagram, the same thing. Uh, you can find our website at www.12sidedstories, all written out, all one word.com. If you'd like to help us out, uh, you can give us a review, give us a shout out on uh, social media or become a Patreon backer or coffee member. Those four things are awesome and would help a great deal. Uh, so until next week, uh, we will see you later. Bye. Bye.